Hi, welcome to... Oh my gosh, I got nervous. And action. I peed a little. You need an action to start. <laughs> Quiet on set. <laughs> and action. Hi, welcome to One Tribe. I am Melissa Ordway Gaston. Oh, you said your full name. I'm Justin Gaston. <laughs> I'm Christine Pasqualone. I'm Anthony Pasqualone. And we are your host for this very special podcast. I'm very excited about it. I know that we all are. Christine, this was your idea. It and was. I think it was a great idea. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So glad you guys are on board. <laughs> it took a while, but... About nine months. I mean, no, what made you want to start a podcast? Well, first of all, I think our friendship is so special, and we always talk about, like, oh, what could we do together? And the basis of our friendship to begin with was our interest in adoption. Melissa and Justin, you guys were waiting on your placement with Olivia. That's so weird. And, yeah... A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we met you guys at the Veach's house, correct? Yes. And Chad told me that you guys, he, he told me that you guys were interested in adoption, I believe. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Everyone wanted to introduce us to you guys because right. we wanted to adopt and you guys were going through it. Because we were so popular. Well, yeah. So <laughs> popular. We were just dying to meet the Gastons. <laughs> so what made you guys want to adopt? Like what sparked that interest? I think it's something, I remember you saying that you, it was something you had always wanted to do at the party. Yeah. So. You were wearing for, a purple blouse. No, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. That's I like you were impressive. A I don't know. Oh, I was like, I'm pretty sure I wasn't wearing a purple blouse, actually. He's in the fashion. <laughs> no, but what made you guys uh, want, to, want to adopt? We, I personally have always wanted to adopt since I was a teenager and went overseas and worked in some um, orphanages. And then when Anthony proposed, we talked about the fact, or I guess. Well, before I'm, we proposed, it wasn't like, hey, like, uh, you got to sign up. I want to marry you. Yeah. <laughs> we had always talked about adoption, like, when we were dating, and, like, yeah, like, if it's something we're totally on board. And then sometime in our first year of marriage, in the Christine, first couple months. Yeah, in the first couple months, she was like, hey, you know, like, so uh, the adoption theme was always kind of like a, a conversation. She's like, hey, how would you feel about adopting first? And for I was, our first child. For our first child. And I was kind of like struck by it. Because, like, when you think of adoption, uh, like depending on what your journey is, you kind of like for some people it's it's something like it's their only option. For other people, it's an option. Yeah. And I think we never, I never thought of where that option was going to be in our journey. I just yeah. knew it was it was on the on the table. Definitely wanted to do it, pursue it. And when she said that, I was kind of a little bit taken back by it. And so why, uh, why first child? Is there a reason? Well, so I was a hairstylist for 12 years, was, am, and just hearing tons of stories of people and their adoption stories of, like, their siblings or wanting to adopt and whatnot. Just, I never want, I knew it was something that we were definitely called to, and at that point in time, I just didn't want us to put it on the back burner. Yeah. And then one day, say one day, maybe after two kids, maybe we'll adopt then. Yeah. So that kind of sparked it for me. And then once I talked to Anthony about it, he prayed about it for the next like month or so. Well, honestly, I was kind of, I was sort of, uh, not bothered by it, but it definitely was like, I just, you know, when you grow up and you kind of think of like what your journey is to become a parent, uh, you kind of have like the preconceived notions of like, you get pregnant, like you do the thing and, and it just, it, it didn't line up with like what I had always sort of envisioned. And so I wasn't like against it. I just, or, or for it, I just, I didn't know, you know, I never thought about it in those terms. And we were actually at, um, 
a good Friday service and I was talking to a, a, a good friend of ours who had just adopted a baby girl and mm-hmm. it was their first child. And I honestly, like very naively, like at that point, you know, eight years ago, knew nothing about adoption other than some like orphanage work. And I was like, hey, so what's the story? Were you guys able to get, not able to get pregnant? He goes, no, actually we just, we decided we just wanted to do it first. We just thought for our family, it was kind of like a picture of what we wanted our family to be. Um, uh, and as believers, it was kind of like a picture of us for the gospel. And I yeah. was just like, you know, it, it blew me out of the water, honestly. It was like one of those things. I was just like, I, and we got left that night. We got in the car and I turned Christine to Amelia. I was like, hey, I want to adopt first too. Hmm. And so from oh, then wow. on, we just kind of stuck I to that. that. I didn't know that. <laughs> no? Yeah. Oh, cool. uh-uh. It's funny that you say that about um, like the way you imagine you'll have kids because yeah, I guess your whole life you're just like yeah, I'll just um, I'll, yeah, because it was different for you guys. Well, you guys have a different path. Well, to yeah, adoption. but I mean, in the in the same sense of like, I'll get married and then we'll get pregnant and have kids. I think you always just assume it's going to be easy to have kids until it isn't. But I think. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't as easy for us to have kids, and but it was such a blessing because it gave us Olivia. Yeah, well, it's weird because adoption had always been something that I had thought about. I was like, oh, that would be really cool. And I remember, like, even before we were married, we would be in church, and, like, we went to a church called Montrose. We still go there, I guess. Um, and so we were in there in church, and I would remember, like, in my mind, in the back of my mind, like, I could hear God saying, like, you should adopt, like, you should adopt, and I was like, that's so weird, anyway, and I kind of, like, pushed it aside, and whatever, and then once we got married, and we started trying to have a baby, and it just wasn't happening, it wasn't easy, and I would get so frustrated, and, like, just so upset about it, and um, then, like, people would pray over my stomach, and be like, you're gonna get pregnant, and it's gonna be fine, and it just as devastated as I always was, like thinking about not getting pregnant, I, that was always in the back of my mind. Yeah. I mean, Adoption, it's funny cause it's I even, weird. I mean, I know you always said like, I don't, don't know if there's something, but you would always say like, that's, that's the one thing you felt like you should be able to do is like mm-hmm. to get pregnant and have a child. But looking back, it's just so funny because we wouldn't have Olivia and it's like, God was just working in that. And I mean, it's always hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but it's just such a great lesson for like trusting in God and like knowing that his plan is better than ours. But what I think is so cool about this podcast is that I don't want it to just be about adoption because there's like foster care. There's so many ways that you can create families. And I know that like for us specifically, adoption is like kind of how we started our families and we created our families. But I mean, Christine right. and Anthony, you guys are pregnant right now, yes. which is yes. so exciting. When is baby Pascalone number two We're due? nine weeks out. June 9th. Yeah. And, and you guys have obviously Sophie. Yes. Another edition, yeah. <laughs> another. The so, so as as we go through this podcast, so you'll yeah. learn more about our families and know that it's not just about adoption, right. as you were just yeah. saying. And I think it's, you know, from all we've all been there. And if you're listening to this and you're either considering adoption or have adopted, you you might find that there's really not that much information out there as you might think, especially yeah. in this modern era of like, you would think all of this content yeah. information is available. There's not. Well, I think, I, I think that was the crazy thing is when we, when I, I can remember Melissa, like having the idea and, and then like Googling it 
and being like, like having no idea where to start. I think it's like, there's yeah. almost too much information. Well, there's like 80 million websites and then I'm like, how do I know this one's legitimate? Like, how do I know, like, am I going to put my name on a list and there's not actually going to be a baby? Like, how do you even know where to get started? And well, I know that that's what a lot of people tell me. And our first date, quote unquote, with you guys was all about your research your and adoption. <laughs> and yeah. you pulled out your binder and you're like, here's all of our... Well, and it's like so much of, it, of what people know if like is guided by like, like everything kind of like by tv it's like everyone knows that episode of friends or like chandler like they have they have to get chosen out of a book yeah, yeah, and like yeah. what right. you learn is that like it's so different if you go with an agency if you go with an attorney like there are so many different ways and that's like this is not like a a one conversation this is like things that will be unpacked over yeah. hopefully a, a while depending on how many questions you guys have for us and whatnot but it's definitely not like a, there's not one track. There's not one option. There's definitely a fire truck going by. If you hear that. Middle so of Hollywood, guys. We're in the middle of Hollywood. Middle of Hollywood. That's what it um, sounds like. I mean, I think you also see like, just, I mean, you hear all of these things like, oh, if you want to adopt domestically, you're not going to get a baby for like five years. Yeah, and there's yeah. all of these a, like naysayers and people well, that are like. There's a lot of misinformation, yeah. Yeah. I feel like. And, and I, know, I know that it can take that long and you hear those stories, but. I think that's what's so great about something like this because I mean I, I think about we were fortunate that Melissa had a coworker who sort of led us to uh, Kara, uh, who who was who able going to, to come on the who show. was going to come on the show who was able to yeah. like completely guide us through the process and I think you know we had that information to sort of like to pass to you guys and I would hope that this can be a place where um, you know people can come to f to find information or or things like that just because. When you when you think about the process, it's like kind of what you're saying. Like, where do I where do I even begin? And uh, hopefully, over the course of this, like we can help people navigate that process and, and give them yeah. correct information. Yeah, like I mean, a little bit about our journey. We couldn't get pregnant. We um, I, I was praying about adoption. It was a really weird thing. I was driving over Laurel Canyon. I always get radio service. I my radio cut out, and I was just praying, and I was like, dear God, if we should adopt like please just let me know like give me a sign and the radio cut back on and it was dr laura of course and it was That's like <laughs> it said um she was like my our email from the day of the day is from a listener name i forgot his name john but smith john smith and he is know. writing in to tell me uh thank you my uh, my wife couldn't get pregnant we adopted our son, and wow. he is um, the best thing that's ever happened to our family. And it was a, it was an email about adoption. I started crying immediately. I called Justin, and I was like, "Hey, we're adopting. Are you on board?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Okay, now what?" Like, yeah. yeah. Like okay. now, what do we do? Like, we don't know where to start. We don't have any information. We were googling things, and I have a coworker at work. Greg Rickhart, this is a shout out to you. Hey, Greg. Um, and he was going through a surrogate um, to have his son. And I was like, did you guys ever think about adoption? And he was like, we did, but I didn't know if it was right for us. But we have a friend that just adopted. Um, and I'm going to connect you with my friend. And they connected us to Kara Greenberg, who is called, the, her name is, she calls herself the Adoption Insider. And she connected us to all of the legitimate adoption agencies and lawyers in Los Angeles. And, and she's sort of like, yeah. uh, you know, because an agency might be right for you or, or it's, it's, it's all so case by case. And, and what she did such a good job of is like explaining uh, the pros and cons of each thing and sort of getting to know you on a personal level to where 
she knows what would be better for you or, or things like that and she can help guide you in a particular direction um, which, which I thought was just super helpful for yeah, us. Yeah, and she, she connected us with the right people. And, you know, when she sat down with us, she's like, this could take a while. You don't know how long it's going to take for you to get a baby, but this is just the journey. And be patient. And we were like, okay. It's funny thinking back because I remember we got the, we got the call from the lawyer. At, we were at the Grove. You were at, um, working. And I remember thinking, uh, like, because you were so stressed out. You were so, like, it had only been a month. Like, you were well, so nervous. I wasn't like, we were even going to get It was, like, two weeks. I know, but you were, <laughs> like, so, you are like, we're never going to get placed. Like, it's never going to happen. One thing that you guys should all know about <laughs> Justin and me is that we are the most impulsive, impulsive. patient impulsive. people I need a baby in the world. <laughs> For sure. Two weeks, I was like, I can't wait two weeks. Like, I need my baby right now. Like, Which, store or something? <laughs> so many people wait months, if not years, yeah. for that phone call. Well, we were just so fortunate. Well, it we got a phone call, like, two weeks later, we have a birth mom that's interested in you guys we met her and our Olivia's birth father we connected they picked us and Olivia was born uh, two months later like yeah. literally the whole process was like three months so long so um, yeah. which is way quicker than a pregnancy right right Christine? yeah it's kind of like I'm experiencing and you have <laughs> experience so <laughs> well it's funny especially because um both of our first children are adopted it's like you don't you it's it's like normally you have nine to ten months to prepare for like right. a baby coming. It's like in three months. It's like okay, and here's your baby, and you're yeah. like, wait, what? Like I can remember, I remember them placing Olivia in my hands for the first time. Like, are you sure? Like, you know, I mean, like I didn't know. I like I'd never parented before, and it's like I feel like mentally I hadn't even been able to prepare for that. Just because it's just so different. It's all, I thought it was interesting because, and you, I mean, with Sophia probably now experience this but I think of it kind of like going through the pregnancy with Christine it's like the dad never really has the emotional connection sure. to the baby that the mom does right and so going through the adoption it was it went in a way I was like I wonder if this is what like dads who have like biological kids who go through pregnancy feel like because it's like I know there's this baby that we're supposed to end up getting um but I don't I don't feel this like connection quite yet and to be completely honest even like the first time I saw Isaac it was like definitely emotional but like you have this like again this preconceived notion of like what this connection is supposed to be like supposed yeah. to feel yeah. like yeah and like it kind of it's for me at least it wasn't like a click kind of a thing it kind of like took some time especially because a baby like you know they they're cute and awesome but like until they really i mean the first couple months we had isaac i wasn't even in town right and so it wasn't like really that difficult to to leave as I thought it would be. And then when they start recognizing you and you yeah. start, to, start to feel that connection, it's kind of crazy. So like, there's like, there is this like really weird moment where like they, they kind of put the baby in your arms and you're sort of like, you're so nervous. You yeah. don't have time to prepare, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You well, know, even if crazy, you were prepared, I feel like it's interesting too, though, because I feel like it was kind of like I was going through a really quick pregnancy through someone else because I talked to Olivia's birth mother for like four hours at a time on the phone, like during her pregnancy, she would tell me everything. And I grew so close to her birth mother that I felt like I didn't, I mean, I, I guess. I think you still feel like you birthed Olivia. I still feel like I birthed <laughs> Olivia. No, you're convinced you did. I still feel like, it's weird because I kind of feel responsible for her birth mother too. Like I know that right. I'm not, but it's a weird, it's a definitely an interesting relationship that Justin didn't have with Olivia's birth mother because he didn't have the three hour phone calls and yeah. he didn't like have, he didn't connect with her on the same level that I did. And so now like it makes me want to cry because I'm just like, 
whenever I think about her and what she did for us and our family, like there's like a deep love that like you just can't understand. And I don't think that, I mean, I think Justin understands, but I feel like it's just a different, we have such a different relationship because it's, I worry about her like she's part of my family too. Like she's yeah. given us the greatest yeah. gift. I don't know if you remember, I was, it was just a couple months ago. I, I think it finally hit me. Like I started thinking about um, her birth father and birth mother. And I don't know, for some reason it hit me like what they gave me. And I don't know why. Like it, it was like after two years into it. And, and it's not that I haven't appreciated Olivia. I, I don't, for some reason I just, you kind of live your life. Like you, they, they go live their life and you're yeah. living your life. And then I started thinking about them and I was like thinking about the gift that I have like in Olivia. It's the most selfless thing. It's like whether yeah. they intend it or not. Yeah, right. Like, I don't even I, know if they did, but it's like I have the greatest gift in the world. But and I also they gave think like me. what's interesting is that you, because like from the father's side and that you got, tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not the father. I will tell but, you. Like, you are I mean, not the father. <laughs> <laughs> but like with, Olivia, with Sophie even like, because there's all these things happening in Christine's body right now that there's a connection happening like internally, like it's yeah. the baby's growing in there. But, like, for Justin, it was kind of exactly the same as what happened yeah. with Sophie. Like, when we got to the hospital, like, we, we, we got Olivia when she was a couple hours old. And, yeah. like, we, we have memories of, like, we had our own hospital room. And we stayed in the hospital with her. And we did all of the tests that, like, Olivia slept on us like Sophie did in the hospital. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's weird because I feel like you do feel as well like you gave I gave birth to Olivia because yeah. you have the same memories. Yeah, I think the thing to Anthony's point earlier is that it, it with with the biological child, I don't know because as soon as Sophie was born, she was immediately rushed to the NICU right. because you know she was premature. So we actually had more like skin on skin and stuff with Olivia than we did with Sophie. But oh, yeah, that's true. to your point about the father yeah, I like I, I think it was it's very similar. I think even even biologically because because like you're saying the the mother is like you, I mean the baby's inside you right now like you're feeling the baby and Anthony can feel him kick every once in a while but um I don't know I, I think I think with the adoption and you can correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like even from your story and our story I feel like even after you're placed but through the whole process you're like the part of you is reserved because they can always change their mind yeah and I know for us we were like okay well and, and I know we were talking about this earlier with like foster care and how hard would that be because like you're kind of always like at any moment this baby could be taken away so I feel like you know you're like hesitant to give yourself fully over knowing that someone could take the baby away from you right like, I mean am, yeah. am I yeah. wrong yeah like, no I, think... I, I know that you were really worried about that sorry yeah. I, mean, I think like I mean parents well, who struggle or have to deal with miscarriages like no yeah. too it's like nothing is guaranteed sure. when it comes yeah. to a family yes. but like also you, know? you yeah. guys I want you guys to tell your story well that's you what I was just a unique say. a very different story than our story I think it would be so great if we would like actually share what we did go through but first of all I just wanted to kind of touch back on like our purpose of why we're doing this and I think one thing is we just want to start up conversations about adoption, about mm -hmm. parenting, about foster care, because yeah. we've found that with people knowing about our adoptions and whatnot through social media and stuff, every a lot of people have been asking us questions on, oh, well, what did you do? How did you get the courage to do it? Like all these questions that you don't think you would ask until you hear someone's story. Right. Um, so I just... Yeah, I mean, that's like the number one thing that people ask me like right. any fan event I go to like I, you know oh, tell me about your daughter like I want right. to adopt like because there is like we said before like 
there's a people are kind of a little bit scared about it sometimes right. yeah. because they they're all you see it Oh, you, you know you about the, it. You hear you the bad stories. Yeah, you hear the bad the stories. stories. Well, I, I really want you guys, because I think this is so important, because we've kind of touched on, and I know we'll, the longer, the more episodes we do, we're going to get deeper, deeper and deeper. Yeah. So we got, kind of gave our quick story about adoption and just how fast and positive and wonderful and awesome it was. But you guys have a very different adoption story. Yeah. Ours so. is very different. Yeah, we, um, as we said, we, we kind of went through this journey and started with Justin and Melissa, and they put us uh, in touch with, we all adopted through uh, with an adoption attorney who has a little bit of a, a different process, which we could talk about another time, but. Uh, yeah, I think Duran's gonna ho- hopefully come on. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Hopefully. But uh, we, we started working with him in August, and uh, we actually went through our first placement, which I think we got the call like the day after we started the process. We were, we were with you guys at the beach. We had some other friends. And uh, <laughs> we were so originally supposed to be placed with a baby in uh, that was in the same city as us in Los Angeles and ended up falling through. And, you know, so your heart kind of breaks a bit, actually, like, significantly. We actually found out on Christine's 30th birthday that the adoption <laughs> fell through. And I cried our and whole way to Palm Springs. And she cried the whole Palm way to Palm Springs. <laughs> Uh, and then it became like a recovery party. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and then so you know you kind of wait again, and that was November, uh, September, and then in on December twenty second, I got a phone call from our attorney and said, hey, there's a birth mom uh, who wants to meet you guys. Are you around? You know, next week. And we were like, absolutely. So we came. So and, we, and met we met her uh, on December 29th. Yes, we met Isaac's birth mom December 29th. Well, and she, she had a baby April, too in April. Baby boy. And, uh, Which was, ironically, April would be nine months from when we actually started. Yeah, ironically, it took us nine months to get a baby through adoption. Uh, yeah. So almost, sort of. So you got the full cycle. You should have been prepared. I should have been prepared, <laughs> yeah. Well, until suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, and the there's, I mean, there's so much to these stories that, you know, we'll, we'll go through and explain and tell you guys. But eventually, Isaac's uh, due date comes around. Um, he was supposed to be due on the 19th, I believe, somewhere There were a couple around, different due dates. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, yeah, complicated situation. Yeah. But um, anyway, it was but the, in the Easter meantime, weekend. Sorry yeah, no. to backtrack a little bit. In the meantime, we did build a little bit of a relationship with his birth mom. We went and, and visited her. her. Siblings and um, he's from East St. Louis, and we went there one time and visited them and went to the doctor with them and whatnot. So we did build a little bit of a relationship with her Yeah, as and you well. and her would, would talk. and We would talk about weekly. Not yeah, complicated. We wouldn't have four-hour conversations, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little and, different. And, you know, based on the dynamic of the birth parents, like the situation is completely different. You know, yeah. like some want to be engaged. Some don't want to be right. engaged. Some want what's called an open adoption. Some want what's called a closed adoption. It's just, it's so different. But your birth mother had already placed a baby for adoption yeah. right. too. So I think yeah. she was maybe a little bit more closed off in building a relationship. Yeah, she because knew how to of that experience. Yeah. yeah. But to your point too, in that time you do build this you care about this person, this birth mother, her family. All of a sudden, it's not just about getting this child. It's about, right. wow, we're praying for this family. We hope they're doing good daily. And Yeah. It, it becomes so much them. bigger. Again, like, adoptions ends up being so much bigger than, like, this this one kid right. you're placed with. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like anyone who must adopt must think about adopting again. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's such a crazy, amazing experience. But... Oh, so wait, she, so what happened, remind me when, because did she, 
She didn't call you, right? No. So, so. yeah. So I was in Atlanta working. Anthony was in LA. And he got a phone call from our yeah, it was Easter social weekend worker and, on Saturday. And we were supposed to leave the next evening because Isaac was due that following week. So we were supposed to leave the next evening and head to East St. Louis and, and wait for the baby. And uh, I got a call on Saturday afternoon. I was actually going to buy a camera because I wanted to have like a film camera to bring and like, you know, take pictures and whatnot. And I'm literally at the guy's house checking out the camera and I get the phone call from a social worker and she's like, hey, good news, bad news. And I'm like, it's <laughs> not what I, not, yeah. huh? Just so caught off guard, like someone punched me in the face. Yeah. And uh, she was like, so uh, good news is baby boy is born. Uh, he was born yesterday. And immediately I'm going like, wait a second. Which and if you know anything about having a birth mother or you're, getting a baby from a birth mother you get a phone call when she's like on her way to the hospital right. or in labor yeah, is her, kind of protocol yeah and uh bad news is uh uh well she's like bad news is like a couple things like he had like some very like minor things at birth but he seems to be okay now and um the birth mom doesn't know if she wants to continue Ugh. with your adoption plan Awful. which Anytime you're in this situation, it's like you want to be mad at everybody, anybody, and you're you know, worse. My nightmare. heart literally yeah. just sank in my stomach and, when and you and said it. Like, remembering yeah. that, well, we had had a baby shower for you guys, like yeah. the whole deal. Like, yeah. and Which, that's that's you, what I'm talking about with like the reservation. Like, you want to be so excited yeah. about this thing because you're getting the greatest gift, but it's like you can, what can happen to you guys? Can well, the happen. thing you say yeah. will never happen to right. you. It happens to well, other people. I think right. for me, like you. during the baby shower that we had preparing for Isaac I was nervous the whole time yeah. because getting all these gifts and your and friends gifts, throwing like, this celebration wrote books made out to Isaac yeah. to, and like, I'm like I really hope we actually yeah. get this baby it's just weird thing because you like I, 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 at least for me I feel like part of it is like I don't want to be that person that gets so excited and right. it doesn't happen and then yeah. I'm like you're mad and like embarrassed and I don't know it's like this weird thing but like it's it's like it's stupid to not just be so excited about this. Yeah, and yeah you can't. It's unfair to you and right. the baby to not but, be excited. But yeah. even I like, and I'm just gonna say, it's like I knew, like I, even when it, when I, you guys got the call, like I knew she was gonna change her mind. I just had a. Feeling. It's weird. I did too. I, 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 was I was not like, worried. Sad, but I was like, I was like, oh, she's gonna call you in a week. Home with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then that was on Saturday that Anthony. So yeah, got so that I phone get call. I get those series of phone calls, and it's just like I, I was like, what do I do? And I remember, like, I left the dude's house, like, dude, I'm sorry, I gotta go. I get in the car, and I'm like, I, you don't know which phone call is next, you know? So I, I and think I, I was working at first. the moment, so Anthony didn't want to just call me and lay this news yeah, on me like, while I'm at work. Yeah, she's not even home. Like, she's, you know, we're so, she is so excited to, like, come home tomorrow. Yeah. And so I call her attorney, and, and we kind of figure out a little bit, like, a sort of a plan. I call Christine. And I actually called her parents first. I was like, hey, I want you guys to know because Christine's, I'm about to, this is what's going on. I'm about to let Christine know and she's going to be going to their house after work. And, uh, and then I call Christine and it's just like, you know, probably like the, I felt like it was the meanest thing I could have done to her. And I was like, do I wait for her to come home and like not travel with this news? So anyway, I tell her she, she comes home. Breaks down. In pieces. <laughs> Well, and uh, that was like Saturday evening, and we talked with our attorney, and we just kind of figure at this point, like you're you're all in, like you're emotionally invested. It's like all cards are on the table, and it's like we've gotten to this point. And he's like, look, you can either just sit back and wait for her, or you could just go there and 
and show her you really want this baby and not force her but let her know like look it's your decision but we're all in for this baby yeah and so that's what we did so we went to st louis we got on a uh, we slept for like five hours and then got like the first flight out if we even slept yeah <laughs> and we went straight to st louis we drove straight to the hospital uh we were we told not to meet were the baby told not to meet the baby we think we saw isaac um and we, we do. yeah yeah <laughs> there was a baby sitting or not sitting in the nurse's station yeah um and you and know, they were like really funny when they found out who we were they were all just like hesitant and kind of turned it was over weird. their you shoulders you could feel the room yeah, yeah. And, and, and then they're like you need to call your social worker before we let you meet him uh so we did and, and again in the, the fast version of the story she was like hey i think you guys should go to your hotel and just and wait and so we did that went to her hotel it was miserable. this is on easter sunday easter sunday and and you know, all of our family our parents praying. our friends everyone's praying everyone's yeah. hearts are being crushed yeah. like at that moment on that day is when i realized like this is our whole community that is going through this it's yeah. not just us alone i felt like we didn't sleep like i was like oh my gosh like are they what's happening yeah. did you talk to him can i text him what, can i text him right now is it bit like should i not text them like so what so you guys ended up what, so like, the next what, day when you yeah. oh so the next day we're at lunch and I actually went to the bathroom and I got a phone call and I said, hey, just want to let you know, um, you know, right now, uh, the birth your, your birth mom decided to, to keep the baby. Uh. And it was just like, oh, and I was like, again, now I have to go to the table <laughs> and tell my wife this news. And so I went and she was just like, like she was kind of silent. I was like, do you want to leave? And she's like, yeah. And so we just like uh. really quietly we like, to the hotel, went to the hotel, packed got our stuff, stuff and like got on the next flight. And, and on I mean, the like, way, you guys airport. probably had a ton of baby stuff packed yeah. too. Like, and you're having to pack all of that and go home. Well, we're going back home with a brand An new car seat, seat yeah. and stroller and all that stuff. And I just remember on the way to the airport, Anthony looked at me. He's like, "You know what? I feel like we're going to get a phone call in five to six weeks because yeah. we, again, we built a little bit of a relationship with the birth mother, and we just knew her situation. And at that. I think in the next few weeks is when I really try to build an understanding for her because having to give up your child mm. must be, is, has to be the hardest decision to make. I so, can imagine. Yeah. Yes. Well, when you're going through this process, like your attorney always reminds you, like the whole point of adoption is like, it's the, and the system goal is the best thing for the child yeah helping this birth mother find a solution right and if we could be that solution then we would love to be that solution and if not then you know you got to make peace with that too and you you know that going into it but that doesn't make the reality softer right so for the over the next few weeks it was just kind of like are we angry are we mad are we depressed it was everything it was all of it while trying to keep our birth mother in mind. Yeah, I mean, our pastor was like, uh, you know, this is uh, this is this like is a, a miscarriage for you guys. Yeah, yeah like, it's you kind know, of it's like kind a little death because you don't know how to mourn it. It's like you yeah. still have to be happy and pray this kid's gonna have an amazing life. You're right. just not gonna be part of it. Right. Yeah. But then you still have to be like, my heart has literally been ran over. And right. you've imagined like your life with this child. Like you've imagined, you know, you've oh, imagined yeah. all this stuff. We have stuff. a baby you room with it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like a nursery. Yeah. And, like all this. And, and everyone names, does the like, like hey, yeah. how you do? You know, like. But then you like got like a really yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. There's a like happy the ending. Exciting. <laughs> yes. So fast Smaller forward time. five weeks to the day that Aunt, that Isaac was born. 
um, I got a phone call from the birth mother. Anthony was right. The timeline was perfect. Man. I can't believe he was <laughs> you that were right on for once. top of it. Yeah. <laughs> right for once. <laughs> um, and she called me and she was just like, hey, I don't know what your situation is now, but, you know, I've tried to do this. He's struggling. We're struggling. This isn't working out. I can't do it anymore. Could you come and take him? Would you still be willing to take him? I would hate to have to find another family for him. And this is like a Friday at like five, four o'clock in LA, and you know you're like I'm at the foster airport. Foster yeah. care, like I mean, like well, honestly, child services I was, is government. So like Thursday shut down at five on the dot, right. right? And you're not going to really hear from a social worker over the weekend normally. Yeah. Well, that must have been hard for you too, though, because then there's still the like a trust was kind of built, and then well, yeah, it's right. like how sure are yeah. you about this? If I jump on a plane right now to come get the baby, like yeah. will I even see you? So we just, and I told her, of course, I was like, well, honestly, we've loved and prayed for this baby and for you since the day we met you, but I do have to talk to Anthony and the social worker to see where we're at. So we, I told her that we would get back together on Monday. We would talk again on Monday once we were able to talk to the social worker. So that was a very difficult weekend. So we decided to try to not talk about it at all that weekend. We had friends in town and we just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Monday we went out there. I mean, we talked to a social worker and it was a really crazy fast process, but we went and we got him. I mean, it was definitely more detailed than that at the end because like there's this whole interstate adoption thing, which, which we'll talk about. And, but we got him. I mean, we got him. He's now took almost, Another two-year process for the paperwork to finish. Yeah. He's That's Olivia crazy. and Sophie's best friend. Yes, best friend. it's the they only love other other to be a big brother. Kind of boss him around. <laughs> kind of. He's the only boy. Luckily, we're having him. another boy. It'll so be he'll even. Have, like, it'll yeah. be even. Yeah. I mean, Olivia Isaac is, is the one boss, of the only though. things that Sophie says. Like, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna go see Isaac's mommy and dad." Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so but we're going to get into all of this in yes. more detail. This is just kind of, we wanted to let you know what we're doing and kind yeah. of what our, our goal is. We yeah. just want to build a community for families, for adoption, for foster care. Everyone has a different story. And I think that it's important that we're all on this journey together and that yeah. we share our stories and, I mean, and bring, I want to, I want us to all be, just be positive. Yeah, like I mean, a positive, even, yeah. but real. Yeah, I but mean, real at the same yeah. time. Yeah, because we do have. I mean, the first part of our story wasn't that positive, and we have friends that don't have the best of circumstances or situations. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, just being real and and, and yeah. on that, we're not like. Again, we're inviting you guys into this community with us. We are not licensed professionals. No, like no lawyer, we, we'll disclaimer. hopefully bring some on. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I think that's on. the point. I think we're, we're sharing our story, but we're hoping to learn from yes. people that we bring on and yeah. and grow in the process along with everyone else. Yeah, this is, I mean, education and support, I think, is sort of like our, our goal here. Yeah. So, so if anyone wants to like write in questions or whatever. Yeah, we'll give you guys a, a Twitter or Instagram handle. We'll be on all those things. Yeah. Or each of us have our personal ones. Mine's Christine Pasqualone. A Pasqualone. Mel underscore Ordway. <laughs> J. Michael Gaston. I only so have So is Instagram. that ever changing to Gaston? Is no. the question? Guys, no. Like guys let's not talk yeah. about it. That's an even <laughs> longer process than adoption. Yeah. yeah. It'll but, never uh, happen. My Sky Miles are still under Ordway, so you gotta keep it. <laughs> yeah, that's priorities. Stage name. Stage um, name. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening in. If you if you stuck in it this long, we appreciate it, and uh, we're excited to have you guys on and and chat 
Again, we'll listen again. One tribe. And we'll all be part of one tribe. This is Justin's idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye.